0: Hi guys, and welcome back to Musings of a Nerd Scorpio, and today I'm doing the review of Rise of the TMNT, the movie. It's streaming on Netflix now, and I'm also going to do a little overview about the series as well, so let's dive on in. Dive on in! Wellington Sunday! It's those pesky kernels. Ice intent and registration. Leo, we're coming! We're going! There is so much to go over in this film. First off, we have the introduction to Casey Jones. Now, if you watch the series, there is a Casey in the show, but her full name is Cassandra. I'll get back to it. Casey Jones is, well, he's Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. He goes back in time from the future to stop, well, the apocalypse from happening. You get a snippet of future Leo and Mikey, but you get to see the devastation of the world too. And in only a few minutes, you lose those two characters. Mikey, well... So good. And Leo, you don't see it, you feel for these characters, and the voice acting is amazing. I almost feel cheated it wasn't in theaters. And, as an added bonus, Casey Jones is voiced by the Haley Joel Osment. They can take your world, they can take your heart, cut you loose from all you know, but if it's your fate, then every step forward will always be a step closer to home. Ugh, I have an unhealthy obsession with Kingdom Hearts. Of course, all of the voice cast from the show, the main characters are in the movie as well. I love this cast so much. We have Ben Swartz as Leo, and yes, he plays Sonic too, blue on blue. Cat Graham as April O'Neil, Brandon Smith as Michelangelo, Josh Brenner as Donnie and Omar Brenson Miller as oh my gosh, and they are so good. But basically, Casey has gone back to stop the rise of the Krang. And let me tell you, this is the weirdest, horrific depiction of the Krang this far in animation. They are fast, witty, strong, and sort of big in size too. Without even the armor they get later on in the film. I'm finally free! The people of this planet... Hey for what they've done to me. Welcome to Earth. I hope you don't enjoy your The movie is centered around a talisman that's stolen by the Foot Clan in the very first moments of this movie. They unlock this and it eventually leads to the invasion of the Krang. In the film, I don't want to give too much away, but they are stripped of their mystic powers and one of the turtles is held captive, so the brothers have to work together to get him back and find a way to stop the overtaking of the Krang while they do it. It ends with some of the best, 2D animation I've seen from an American animation studio. The last time I was wowed like this, it was Avatar. It's funny that they're both done by Nickelodeon. And the ending of this movie has such a huge payoff. These turtles are unlike any depicted before. Leo is arrogant, high energy, and almost a jokester. But his overconfidence is sort of masking himself because he's not a very confident character. They go into this more in the show than they do the movie, but you see it in the movie as well. Raph is still headstrong, but is incredibly kind and caring. He still doubts himself as seen in previous iterations, but it hits differently because he's put so much pressure on himself as being the older sibling. He does this to protect the others. He's like this because the others just aren't as self-aware as he thinks he is. Of course, that's not always the case, but that's basically his his overarching storyline. Donnie is amazingly cocky, but it's, it's almost hard to put into words. There's a YouTuber that breaks his character down, so please watch Skull Trot. Donnie, The Rise of TMNT, Autism, Representation, in Media. For more info, Donnie has always been my favorite and one of the reasons I didn't enjoy the last 2012 iteration of The Turtles. Donnie was basically unnecessarily over-obsessive with April, consistently harassing her, asking her out, just making her uncomfortable, and making me very uncomfortable to watch. Donnie and Rise is all that and more. He's just a more well-rounded character, and he's just way more likable. And Mikey, I don't even know where to start. He's just amazing. The artist, the mediator of the group. In fact, he goes out of his way to even consult not even his family members, but even past villains. He's also the first to break out the mystic arts. And he's basically the one that saves the day in the end, though I don't want to get into how he does it. It's funny because I didn't even notice this, but as I was re-watching the show with my sister, she's like, Oh, hey, Mikey's the one that did this. He's the one that broke in, that figures out how to use things. And then the movie ends with him using his mystic powers also. I didn't even notice this, but it's almost like the the overarching storyline is about Mikey as well as the other four, which is really refreshing to see. You don't really see Mikey used that much. He's just kind of the, uh, he's usually just used as comedic relief or as the naive sibling, always learning things, always perceiving things and getting bit in the butt for it. In this iteration, he is completely, well, he has all those things and more. The same with Donnie, the same with Raph, and the same with Leo. Now, I know the show gets a bad rep. It's mostly on the comedic side with some episodes on the deep and heavy side, but I still think it's worth the watch if you get a chance to do so. Pizza on. Get ready for the delicious flavors and complex emotions of our first stop. And my personal favorite, Blue Mike Tony's Pizza! Way to go. To be fair, you can watch the movie without watching the show. Netflix only has season one and some of the episodes are actually out of order. But season one and two are on Paramount Plus, so there's a lot of jumping around if you want to watch the series. So am I telling you to watch it? Well, yes and no. Animation is always being cut or canceled. HBO Go's merger is a perfect example of this. And the creators of the show have said if the movie does well and the seasons that are currently being streamed do well, we might get a season three being picked up by, well, I don't know, maybe Netflix, maybe Paramount Plus. But this movie is a prime example of why I want a season three. (laughs) I want more of this version of the turtles where each character is so drastically different, even being different species of turtle, but at its core still remains the same. And I will say this show has... The most interesting backstory for Splinter and his human design is definitely straight up anime. This show is not only made for Total fans, but anime fans. You'll see in both the movie and the show, references to Studio Triggers, Gurren Lagann, Akita, Attack on Titan, and even Studio Ghibli's My Neighbor Totoro. There's also a ton of other pop culture references in the show, but I could literally have an entire episode just in that. So please, please watch this movie. You won't be disappointed. And if you're interested, watch my reaction to the trailer of this movie on my YouTube channel, The Nerd Scorpio. Please follow and subscribe. This has been The Nerd Scorpio signing off. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi three.